Hold on. How do I make you more manly? Uh, you I'm just kidding. I'm just a kidding. Bit of I, know. I know how to do it. Hey guys, Johnny Casino here. And if you know who I am, you know I love making podcasts. But what makes that possible? Dig Space Podcast Network. This is a network that allows a number of different podcasters to put their shows in your ears on a weekly basis. Now, we are trying to grow the network and we need your help, listener. The first thing you can do is go on iTunes and rate whatever shows it is you listen to and give them that five-star rating, a short little write-up. It'll take you two minutes and it'll put our shows in more people's ears and bring more attention to the network itself. The second thing you can do is go to patreon.com slash dayspace and donate $1 a month. Now, $1 a month is like giving up, I don't know, a cup of coffee every four or five months. But what it'll do for us is allow us to keep the network going. It'll allow us to upgrade some equipment to make the quality of the shows better and potentially allow us to make more stuff that we can bring to you. So $1 a month at Patreon, five-star rating on iTunes. Help us out so we can keep bringing you the best podcast possible. Shelves are full and what's on them often forgotten. Sad games and some other media silently cry out to be played again. And given the attention that they deserve, this is why John and Dave get together each week. They force each other to take one of these sad games off the shelf, dust it off, and give it some love. Their discussions of games and other game-related topics will surely go off the deep end. But they always pay homage to those that are shelved and forgotten. Welcome to Shelved. And forgotten episode twenty-eight, part of the Dayspace Podcast Network. My name is David Moore. Joining me, of course, is my main man, my man on the internet, live from the casino, Johnny underscore Casino with no H. Hi, I'm a cam man. You got cans? C- cam. Got- cam. As no, in like cam a, man. a cam man. Cam man. Yeah. You know. You, you know. You know what I did I'm today. Not- I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna no, I'm gonna derail this before we go way too far off the derailing. Okay. So today Perfect. we were discussing um, over direct messages the music for the transition show that we're turning this show into, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna help take this off. I'm gonna make a jam. And so I'm looking <laughs> through my phone, right? Because I'm, I'm like looking online to see some like programs I could put on my PC. Because you said you use GarageBand. I'm like, wait a minute, I can put GarageBand on my phone, right? I got an iPhone. I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm one of the the, the i people, right? And so I'm looking, and I found, like, GarageBand, which it wouldn't let me download uh, over the network because it was too big or something. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. care. I have unlimited data. Um, <laughs> but it would let me download some other ones I never downloaded before. And so I started playing and making music, right? And I'm, I'm doing this, and I'm, like, adding beats in. This one of them was really cool, and you could... You could have like a drum section. You could pick the, all the different types of drums and you could pick one and do them and, and, and whatever else. And you could slow it down and make it loop and whatever. And I realized, man, I suck at making music. <laughs> like, I am really good at listening to music. I yep. am not so good at composing music. Now, I, I'm going to say I haven't tried too many times. And what I made sounded kind of cool. Like, it, it, it mathematically, musically flowed. I but, don't pretend to be super talented at this, John. I just 
I can throw some like cool sounding loops that feel kind of themey of the show, change a couple of the instruments around, and I can come up with something that I kind of like, you know. Yeah. Well, the problem was is is like what I what I made worked, but not to be what I'd, I'd want to put at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, so that's I, a whole I, nother art in itself. Yeah. So I got a lot of intros lying around. We could just use old ones. We could just as cancel long as it like sounds all the cool, shows. But, but, and... but I've decided what how I <laughs> wanted to start. Like, I figure you're going to be opening up the show. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you need to open every show with like a good morning and wake up, like something yeah. like something like that. Right. Oh, that's because why, well, we we can talk about this off air, but that's why I really liked our old name because <laughs> it felt really easy for how to transition. But yeah, never mind. Okay, so I have a story to tell you. Okay, I so, got lots of stories, but you can tell yours. It's fine. I've got a lot. I got lots of stories too. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a long time, but I talked to you last night, right? <laughs> and then and then over the weekend, I also talked to you. I've actually talked to you a lot in the last week, but I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. Well, you better get used to it. You, <laughs> You're gonna have to talk to me every morning, sometimes well, with or without coffee. That's gonna. Oh be no, there's debatable. always gonna be coffee. I throw the pot in. I hit the button. You know who I need to get to sponsor us. Nespresso, because I'm going to drink their coffee every single morning. And Nespresso is amazing. Them. I will. I know I am. I even am. even 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 under the circumstances that they don't actually pay us money, they just send you free coffee. Oh, dude, and I would be down for that because here's the thing about Nespresso is it makes amazing coffee. Like every cup is perfect, perfect, right? But it's like a dollar fifteen a cup, and <laughs> which is cheap compared to going to Starbucks. But it's expensive. Or really anywhere. Let's, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's still cheaper than going to like Seven Eleven or sure. you know, whatever. But, but it's expensive compared to buying a bag of grinds and putting it in a yeah. normal drip coffee machine. Yeah. Uh, but it's not as good. Like Nespresso is just amazing. So this episode is brought to you unofficially by Nespresso. So uh, I'm not yeah, drinking right now. So the opinions of the Day Space Podcast Network not to reflect the opinions of I don't even remember this disclaimer that I used to have. No, I've, I've I think I've actually heard it on the when I was on the greeny one. Um, we well, yeah, they still use it because I tell them to. Yeah, because if they don't, you would just get sued. Um, so, so Monday and actually every day this week, my wife's been really really tired, and so she's been going to sleep like absurdly early. Um, yeah. so Monday she goes to sleep like I mean insanely early so i get the kids i bathe the kids i i get them in bed and i was like well if she's going to bed early i'm going to put on my tv show i'm going to sit down i'm going to do some network work right so i was doing work for this big thing that we're trying to do with day space all right secrets yeah they'll i guess i'll be revealed i'm, I'm just i'm not the person to reveal it I, I can't i can't reveal anything until sure till you're told to until it's set in stone <laughs> yeah so anyway so i'm i'm helping you work on this stuff and i'm so i'm just in bed, messing with this stuff, watching my shows, right? So the next day, I, the same thing. Yeah. So the next day, I get home from work, and I'm talking to my wife about my martial arts class because, what can I say? I'm a martial artist. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this more. I really can't. <laughs> oh, dude, it's I'm 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 35, insanely out of shape, and like a very low grade martial art belt. All right, so don't don't get any thoughts. I'm beating anyone up anytime soon. Um. So anyway, so I'm getting ready for this class, and my wife was like, "Hey, what were you, you know, what'd you do last night?" And so I'm kind of telling her a little bit, and I'm kind of telling her about some of the plans we have and how we're moving stuff around, and and I told her a little bit about how my schedule was going to be affected by it, and she was cool with it. I told her that a while back, and then she's like, "Wait a minute!" So I'm telling her about like what you and I are doing specifically, and she's like, "Wait a minute!" She's like, "Every week you record a show with the very same person." 
I was like, yeah, yeah, like, like somehow. Like this is this is a surprise. Yeah. So she she knows I record. She had to have seen your face because she stepped in and once or twice. Yeah. Right. I just said hi to her on FaceTime. Yeah. So, but she somehow didn't realize that it was the same person every single week. Even though, like, you are the. I mean, I talk about other people. I talk. I yeah. mention. I mention the names of people when I when I do. Um, uh, we play indie, right? And she knows I record with Ben every other week because she sees him when it happens. But somehow, right. somehow, for the last what five months, six 28 months, eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, six months. She had no idea I was recording with the same person once a week, and we haven't missed a week. No, we haven't. So I Not thought I, I thought you'd be amused by that. I think that's pretty hilarious. Here's the second thing that goes along with what I've been doing. Although I should feel offended because your wife doesn't even know who I am. Yeah, well, you don't get to play Mario Kart and talk, you know, trash to her like I do to your woman. So yeah, well, she does. Your woman doesn't play Mario Kart. She, she does at home. We played. Uh, well, then she, why isn't she playing with she us? She doesn't do the online. She doesn't do all that stuff. Not that that level of competitiveness. Um, See, that's the only time she'll play. <laughs> oh well. I, actually, a couple days ago, she's like, "Hey, do you want to play Mario Kart?" It's like on Sunday or something like that. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And the switch was in the bedroom, so we hop, <laughs> so we hop up on the bed, and I get and like I got the pro controller and I give her the the Joy Cons on the grip. And my son, my my six year old son, just turned six, sticks his head around the corner and goes, "Ooh, can I play too?" So now you got the three of us like laid across the bed, all playing Mario Kart together. It was a good family activity. And my daughter like That's... look, she, my daughter comes around like looks in the room, she's like, "What are y'all doing?" Like, I don't know. We're playing Mario <laughs> Kart, kid. <laughs> Um, I bought those Joy-Con wheels. I didn't get to tell you about this. I heard you talk about it on on um, Character Crunch, I believe. Yeah, Jeff didn't seem to care very much. Um, I, I mean, I, they're cool-ish. I won't ever use them. I haven't tried them completely yet. Um, Have you tried them halfway the next, yet? The, yeah, I put them in the... In, in, I inserted them inside of the wheels. It's a good um, place to insert inside. Yeah, it, it, they're actually kind of weird because they just kind of like slide in like they're not well because they got the buttons on top right right but they don't unlike it doesn't it doesn't snap in like a joy con like to everything else like it's not like a grip or like anything else yeah it just kind of just kind of slides itself in there yeah well because on uh the wii one when you use the wii controller to play that way right yeah it's like the wii one well yeah but you had just that one button on the back, the 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 B button, I think it was. That's the only button you need access to. So they just have like a hole cut out for that button to stick out the back. Where this one, you need the shoulder buttons, one for firing the weapon and one for drifting. So you have to have, it has to slide in there nicely so that stuff to line up, right? Yeah. So it's playing with it a little bit. I actually find it more comfortable. What I'm curious is to see is if I... If I start playing with motion controls out of comfort, because I said that I don't like the pro controller for this game, now, I really <sighs> like the pro controller for Splatoon. Dude, I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to have a uh, Mario Kart <laughs> podcast here, um, but I don't get it how you don't like the pro controller for that. Like, I, I know what you say. The buttons are in the wrong place for hitting A and B. I think it, they're perfect. Yeah, you know what? Everybody has different hands, and it's just the way that my A button feels it's and my hands cramp up after like an hour oh it's so weird i know you know what i don't know maybe i'm holding it wrong i mean that's what apple would tell me right i I have no idea what apple would tell you nintendo would tell me the same probably no (laughs) 
Nintendo would just sell you the new uh, Pro Controller XL Mario Sunshine <laughs> Edition. No, actually, um, I want it to be smaller. Uh, well, they don't have that yet. They don't I want the, it to don't be, have the micro. Yeah, I want a Pro Controller Micro Nintendo. That would be cool. Except it's you know got to you know, be big. It's still got to be bigger than Joy-Con, so it's got to be somewhere between Joy-Con yeah, yeah, grip. Dude, and, you are talking like the finest amount of adjustment there to hit between those two. Well, right, but that would make it my favorite controller of all time. You're ridiculous. <laughs> so, so an, another part of what we're working on doing, something that you and I specifically are working on doing, is transitioning yes. this show, right? And and in part of that, we are going to play a video game related song in the middle of every episode. Right, yes. which exc- which excites me so much, right? Yeah. And also because, by the way, this is all me. Like, you don't get to pick songs. Like, th- th- that's every, fine. Every song is a surprise <laughs> to you. And here's something else. And I thought about this while I was doing all this legwork for it. Is you and I, and I don't want to discuss this now, but you and I have never discussed our musical, um, like, like what we like. Yeah, well, that's why this is this is why this format is so much more exciting than. People, people, I love Sheldon Forgotten. Don't don't misunderstand that. That's why we're not going to get rid of anything that happens in this show. But but you and I are limited by video games in a way that bothers me just a little bit. Yeah. So and actually, this this actually leads like what I'm talking about leads to that a little bit. So um, in doing this, I start contacting a bunch of different bands, and I start contacting. You know, I I basically I I go on uh, Spotify find bands as I'm listening to these like video game playlists, write down the band name, go to usually uh Bandcamp, and I can contact them through Bandcamp, through their website, something, right? So I'm doing this while I'm at work. Um one of the bands is this guy named Chris Baines. And he will be the first person we play a song for. Uh but he and I end up going back and forth over email quite a bit. And I'd emailed him before because he does the opening music for um generational gamers. That's his band, his old band. So I'm talking back and forth with him and we start talking about podcasts and he's recently started a podcast and I'm talking about, you know, how he needs to get on, uh, we, the gamer cast and, and, and all this stuff. And, uh, so I decided to listen to his podcast and, and I realized something very important while I'm listening to his show. First of all, like he and his, they don't care about their show. I mean, it's not like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I, 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 I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. Like they are not trying to make their show become some huge thing. They just wanted to have a conversation between friends, but they're all extremely intelligent and they all have a vast back knowledge of all these things they're talking about. So as on generational gamers, Ben and I start talking and Ben is obviously we're both intelligent people, but Ben can like intelligently talk about games from the past to a point, right? Until the point where he's kind of like knowledge cuts off. I can't do that stuff because I have these like giant gaps and it's also what it's also like where I fail. I think in this current format is if we have a show that's so tied down by video games. I mean, I know about video games. I'm an intelligent person, but I have this gap, which is why we do the show. Funny enough, that doesn't allow me to as accurately tie different things together. And these people can do it, like in just their conversations. And so I'm listening to the show, and uh, I'm just like, oh. This is what just smart people sound like when they know what they're talking about. Okay, <laughs> we got to get our new show started quick. Like we got to before people In realize. Other words, by listening, listening to smart people, I realized how not smart I am. No, no, it's it's while listening to smart and informed people, I realize how uninformed I am. 
<laughs> right. So nice, nice, nice to sell yourself back up, John. Good job. Well, I mean, I'm not, okay. So I, I am definitely one to talk down on myself in a joking way. I yeah, try not too, to do the, it in a real way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I think everybody needs to be a little bit self-aware of how idiotic at times they can sound. I think that's very important for your well, it, it's like self-conscious. It's well, it's also it's it's important to understand your own limitations. Yeah. Right? And so if you don't know about a subject, don't put, pretend like you do. Yeah, I put a disclaimer in front of every even if I know that subject inside and out, I put a disclaimer in front of everything I say. Right. I don't know if you heard the intro, like uh, the last episode of the week, episode before, something like that for Generation of Gamers. My, my opening was a show where the facts don't matter, just how we perceive the past or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's my disclaimer. It's like, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't have, I mean, I just, I think I, I think I know these things, yeah. but I'm not committing. <laughs> no, no. It's like the GameCube from the 90s. <laughs> exactly. I don't actually have my soundboard pulled up. Otherwise, I would have played that. But anyway, the greatest 90s console ever made the <sighs> Nintendo GameCube. So you, you want to hear my last thing? I played the GameCube this week. <laughs> I only played it for a minute this week, but I'll tell you why. You want to hear why I played it? I'll tell you. I mean, sure. I mean, did you play it for your game for the week? I played it for both. OK, kinda. so I, we're not. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my game, my game adventure this week. And I got I'll, I'll just spit a bunch out here because i'm still working on final fantasy 10 but oh man you know what you okay so this this podcast that i listened to this other one it's called um narcoleptics anonymous supposedly they're on itunes i can't find them on itunes if you look up in slash a podcast you'll find their something.fm site right where they host it from you should listen to their rpg episode just okay. and you can listen to the rest i think it's like episode two didn't you guys do an RPG episode? Yeah, I think I a, listened to that. <laughs> you did because you were commenting. It was right when you and I first were meeting. Uh, we were, I, and I was like, I feel like this is pretty early on in like me and you yeah, talking. Finally. Ben and I are going to have to redo that one. Uh, we're Once we hit our year point, we're going to start recycling some and doing them better where we really messed up. Uh, but anyway, so um, the GameCube. There's a reason mm -hmm. I played the GameCube for a few minutes a day. So I collected a bunch of stuff, and I told you about this, kind of, right? So if, if anyone out there listens to Megadads, and if you don't, you should, even if you're not a dad. They're funny. They come out once a month. It's like a two-hour show once a month, uh, and they're quite hilarious. Right. Now, uh, Adam listens. I don't know how often John listens, but I was the producer pop-in this last time, so I got to spend five minutes saying whatever I wanted. Um, yeah, I mean, it could have been anything. Uh, I think I did an okay job. Um, but when he introduced me, he's like, Hey, this is Johnny Casino coming up, right? You know, per, 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 our Patreon producer pop in. Uh, he does universal gamers and he also does Sheldon Forgotten. And he asked John, Have you listened to Sheldon Forgotten? And John's like, Yeah, I've listened to it. He's like, He's like, <laughs> He's like, It's like they're at a crack support group. <laughs> and he said this before. I think he yeah, said this, this on Twitter is, this once. Is, this is the acknowledgement of the show. This yeah. Is... So so he, he basically talked about how like you and I talk about like <laughs> selling our semen to be able to buy that one extra video game and and whatever. So that being said, a uh, retro flash sale popped up recently, 
I hear you talk about this on Generational Gamers. Yeah. So but here's the thing, right? So the, the short version of that part is a retro game sale popped up. I avoided it. Ten minutes later, I dove back into it, and I ordered five games. $40, $40 worth of stuff. It was it was $43, <laughs> and that's because I you have to hit $35 to get free shipping, and then there's tax. Right. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing that turns me around on all these usually is like, I don't there's this one thing I really, really want, but I don't need to spend thirty five dollars right now. No, but oh, but I've got something for that, too. Like I've got I've got your hit of crack here. Don't worry. I got your heroin, your smack. Coming also, right at you. also GameStop, GameStop, if you're listening, you didn't ship something I bought. Um, I don't know why I'm getting angry about this now. I don't, I I don't know this. either. It's so good doing it through GameStop. You know why it's so good doing it through GameStop? Because you can return it to the store, except the fact that I ordered something from them and it has not showed up and it's been multiple weeks. Okay. Well, you need to take that up with them, right? <laughs> not our poor listeners. So I ordered four GameCube games in an in a N64 game. And when I order, I only try to order the ones that show the box in the picture. That's the yeah. only way I'm like, okay, that way I get the box. Although I've been burned once and I didn't get a box one time. One of the games I ordered was Paper Mario... Uh, thousand year door and it's a game i've been wanting to get again i played it years ago i wanted it really bad it's normally like 40 dollars. i got it for like 17 yeah right? see that's a great price for that game yeah because that's I, about that's less than i would be willing to pay for it yeah and, and and for all these games it just showed the disc and the other games i didn't really care about they're star wars games i want to have them because it's fun and there's a good game so i'm not going to display these ones although now i have almost every star wars game from the super nintendo through the gamecube so i'm going to have to start displaying them but I know, I know. That's a this sickness. Is, this is this is why you just you just buy collector versions of stuff, things with boxes. Well, but here's you the just, thing. Here's the thing. Like none of these showed boxes in the picture. Every single one of them showed up with a box. Oh Every no! So now there's no there's no one of them. It's amazing. They're all in perfect condition. They all have the box. It's perfect. I could not have asked for them to show up in a better way. I was so excited. Because I thought I was going to have to get a box and then print out a label to make it look good. I had to do that in like one of my games. And it looked okay. It looks fine. Uh, not perfect. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, sorry. That's one of the other I, funniest I things. A, I got a game recently um, that did not... It came in a broken box. Mm. But, you know, pretty much everything is intact. So basically, I've got to hunt down an original Xbox. Well, th that's, that's things. I, I had like a PlayStation game that came in a broken box. But I don't care because I'm not displaying my PS3 games. Right. Like I just don't I don't care what the PS3 box looks like. I don't care. But I but the Plus, but my but, but I'm going to stockpile those kinds of things cuz PS3 boxes are weird, dude. And PS1 games bother me a lot when they're not in their original box. Like that bothers me a lot. Yeah, I can see um, that, but I've got a few of those that I don't care. Like I got Metal Gear Solid, like, the original Metal Gear Solid and it's not in a box. It's in a sleeve. I'm I don't care. But like PS2 games, like you can pretty much just put a PS2 box, like get a PS2 game, go to, go up to any store and buy a sports game for a, like 50 cents to a buck. And then you got the box and you just take the sleeve out and put it in. That's true. That's true. Which is what I'm going to do for this Xbox game because I'd want it in a nicer box. So, but here's what this got me doing. I had me going, I was bored at work. So I went on GameStop's website and I just started looking through. And often I find myself where I have a couple games, not enough to add up to that $35. And so then I have to start searching and sometimes I go way over and whatever else. I figured out the answer. I figured this out. This is amazing. This, this made me so happy. There are about 500 DS games that are less than 
Now, most of that's garbage. There's about yeah, see, the, hold John, on, this, hold on. this doesn't help your problem. No, 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 no. It does. It does. There are about fifty to a hundred uh, uh, PS3 games that are less than five dollars. So I pulled up all the DS games less than three dollars, and I just picked out every one I'd like to have. So if I'm paying like a dollar ninety nine for a game that may or may not be good, whatever. It's a dollar ninety nine, and I get all these DS games, right? So I put all these in my in my um, box. At one time, I had eight games for $16 with all the discounts I put on it. Eight games for $16 just waiting for the next sale to pop up and me need to use those to get to that $35 range. And one of those games, I swear to God, when I play this game and I talk about it on the show, it's going to blow your mind and you are going to be so absurdly giddy, I think. And if you're not, (laughs) then shame on you. But like quality, I say quality, like, like these are DS games or PS3 games that are worth playing or at least worth trying out for two bucks. See, that's my question. Is any of these worth? Actually yeah. 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 Like I'm not, I'm not getting, you know, Barbie monster trucks or, yeah, see, you know, my, my, my little pony golf. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting anything like we have a brony in the community. And <laughs> yeah. Careful what you say, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be getting anything like that, but these are games and I, like if I had, I should have I should have logged into my account so I could have like pulled up what's in my because I left it in the cart just waiting for me. But these are all games. It's like okay, this is one I wouldn't mind playing. In the PS3, there's like, I think there's only one. I saw about five or six five dollar PS3 games, but they're ones I had I had recently played for the show, so I didn't I didn't get them. This is awkward. <laughs> For for those of you not watching the video version, Dave just slowly slid backwards away from me. Hey, I just realized something, Dave. Yeah. That's the panda you keep talking about. I didn't know it was a panda. Other side. You you don't know about this panda? I didn't realize it was a panda. John. John, yeah, that I know. panda a, has been in all 28 episodes of this show. I realize it, and I've heard you and Ashley talking about a panda in the background, and I was just lost. <laughs> I didn't realize that. So anyway, so so the moral of the story is I have, close the door. I have seven DS and PS3 games sitting in my cart on GameStop, waiting for the next time I want to buy something from the retro flash sale to fill up that gap of, of extra stuff. And some of those games in the DS... Like I am super excited to play. Okay, like, so I'm gonna look into this. Excited. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna put these filters in and see if there's anything in there that I want. Just what you do is go in DS and and do like cheapest first, and then just kind of scroll through. You're gonna be scrolling through pages and pages, but you never know what you're what's yeah, gonna no, catch I, your eyes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I'm but excited. I'd, I'd be surprised to see if there's like games for two bucks that I actually want. I wish I. Mm, I really want to tell you one of them. And I and you might just no, you, you no, might don't. just blaze right past it, but when I tell you about it and I tell you that I played it, like I I, I I'm so excited. So it'll, okay, it'll be ready. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, John? Anything else in this addiction that you have? You make fun of my amiibo thing, dude. <sighs> Amiibos. I'm so mad, dude. <laughs> Why? What are you mad about? Because I had to go out all the way to I had to drive 25 minutes to go pick up these amiibos because they're best buy exclusives and i don't even trust them to be there and they already charged me money yeah so they charge you money so you don't have to worry about it later that's a positive 
positive, Dave. Look on the bright side. No, no, Dave, no, Dave, no, Dave, no, get your no, gold, get no. your get your gold crayon. Dave, get your gold crayon. Yeah. Color the outside of that cloud. Give it that get silver, silver crayon. Give it a silver lining. <laughs> Do it, it's Dave. Like gold crayon, colored crayon. Okay. You want okay? What's uh, better, gold no, or no, silver? Here's, what, here's, what's better, here. gold or silver? Here, what? Gold. Silver lining makes sense. Yeah, Jim. but what's that's, better, that's, gold, gold or silver? Gold is better silver. than silver, right? Gold's In worth more. Sure. Gold's worth yeah. more. There you go. The cloud is worth more with a gold lining. Okay, but the <laughs> point of this conversation is I if I had to pick it up in store, just let me pay for it in the store. Yeah, I don't care. You're going to be paying for it now or you're going to pay for a letter. You might as well do it now. It's out of your way. You don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, we still got one more Amazon. Get on Yeah, what is up with Amazon Canada? <laughs> Amazon Canada had it up there. Amazon Germany or something like that? And some other Amazon, I don't know, Ukraine. I'm not sure. Um, Amazon Uganda. They they had it. What what is Amazon in what is Amazon US and Nintendo? What is their beef? I mean I don't know. Think of all the things you could not pre order on Amazon that you've been able to pre order in other countries on Amazon through from Nintendo. NES Mini Classic Edition. Exactly. Why? What is going on? <laughs> what is the deal with Amazon? That was the best I can do. That's the best I, I can do. I can't do it. I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you not attempting is better than me attempting, so that's all there is to it. Um, the point of this conversation is, hello, Sky Word Sword Link, because I needed another Link of me both. Thanks, so Nintendo. so awkward you saying that. Hello, <laughs> Skyward Sword Link. This is the Enterprise. <laughs> this is the 12 Link Amiibo that I own now. Thanks. Scotty? Thanks. Thanks, Nintendo. Um, and, God, Corn Player 2. Who's Corn? What's that, What's Corn from? Fire Emblem. Oh. I, I. Fire Emblem is one of those games that... One of these days I'll have to play it for this show. No, it's one of those games that like I want to love. But I just can't do it. And it I don't know, with some of these RPGs, I want to love them and the story's <laughs> great and all that stuff, and I just can't do it. Let's see if they put out one that appeals to me on the Switch and then maybe I'll buy it. Yeah. There's a few maybe games. They'll maybe they'll trick me again. Well, th there's a few games that I want to see if they come out on the Switch, like the newest version comes out on Switch, if I'll buy them when I wouldn't have otherwise, like Animal Crossing. If Animal Crossing gets announced for a Switch, I'm probably going to pre-order it, and I've never played Animal Crossing before in my life, and it's not my silent game. But I'll yeah, probably do probably, it anyway. I probably will too, and I'll probably play the heck out of it. Do you, do you think it will require a special memory card? <laughs> probably. I still haven't played that, damn. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get to play that one of my few GameCube games that I can't play. Speaking of the GameCube, man, that, that thing's awesome. All right, speaking of the GameCube, I played games this week. John. Do you want to do you want to tell me about oh, what you played now that I'm done rambling? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire these. This is my weekend ooh, gaming of ooh, for this rapid show. fire. Yeah, rapid fire. Can, can you can you in any way quiz me to give me a chance to guess? No, because these are all terrible games. But are you saying I can't guess a terrible game? I mean, I could probably find a clip from one of them. No, well, that's too late. To you didn't prepare for your you didn't prepare for your job today, okay? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
trying to, we're tra- we're trying to transition to a new show. Look, look, we're trying to transition to a new show <laughs> in which we will still do this along with talk about other things like movies and music and whatever. And there's going to be more prep work. And most of that prep work I'm trying to bring on myself because I can do a lot of it other places when I'm working and whatever, hey, right? Hey, hey, I'm also doing other work right no, now. No, 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 you are, you are. But you're obviously not prepping for this show, not bringing your sound clip. I brought you a sound Trust clip, me. and and I right. brought you last week's back of the box that we forgot to do, <laughs> which you got up and went and got, and then we didn't do it, and nobody complained. Well, the problem um, is, is it it the box for the game kind of uh, matches the top of my computer tower that I had set on, so I will set it over here. So hopefully, I will not forget. So it's a gray box. You don't know what color my computer tower is, Holmes. It could be purple. All right, so it's a GameCube game. How many of the games are purple? None. It's maybe. There's it's, probably at least. It's, well, there's it's, actually a couple purple Xbox games. Let's be fair. It's Barbies versus Bratz Brawler. Wow, I would never have gotten that. No, dude, if that was a game, I would buy it. <laughs> if there was a good fighting game that was Barbie versus Bratz. Actually, that would be pretty awesome. Heck Yeah. <laughs> super like japanese anime like no like, it had to be barbie like, anime or barbie animation neither one yeah, of those well, are J- japanese related okay can, can i tell you about my gaming experience i would really appreciate it okay so i uh pretty early on this show i talked about it that how much i like the ssx series right snowboarding yeah so i found a game in a in a thrift store this recent couple weeks when, when you say right? thrift store do you mean like pawn shop type place or like like savers like savers like, or you're like, naming you're like naming a, things i don't know kind of like a goodwill okay of, okay I guess. So, so okay I, you know okay. i look for games in there and i get let down every time like their prices are too high especially for a goodwill where someone literally gave them that game to sell like some sometimes you find a gem in there that was mispriced sometimes in this store you find entire bags of nes games so if I go if I go out tomorrow, you're saying I need to stop by Goodwill and Salvation Army. Just check. I mean, because they're near Sometimes, they're near the hardware store, and I'm a manly man, and I go to the hardware store. It's near Target, and I go to Target for stuff for for cat diapers or something like that. What was it we decided? Yeah. Cat toilet paper, yeah. high five and cat stuff. Ooh, no! I mean, they do sell that there. <laughs> well, they do, but I don't buy that at Target. It's expensive. Uh what rambling this, this is definitely down. a night episode like this is definitely <laughs> yeah. our evening recording that we don't normally do okay so you you, so, you, you found so, these you found gamecube games at a thrift store? no 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 it's the ps1 game that i bought at a thrift store and a, interesting and it's a and it's a snowboarding game can you tell me how much you paid for it two bucks because i found some great ps1 games at the pawn shop for like 50 cents it turns out the games are terrible, yeah. but they're big name games. So, so it turns out this this way this store runs is basically depending on the console generation, they just have default prices. Which is why you can find gems like Red Dead Redemption for two bucks. God, I wish right. I could have picked up that DLC, the Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare or whatever it's called. I could have picked that up for two bucks one time and I passed on it. And when I went back, it was gone. I still don't know what any of that stuff means. It, it's Red Dead Redemption the- with zombies and apparently it's really good. Okay, well, that's great. Good for people who understand that. I played Red Dead for two weeks, and then I gave up. 
It's too much. I enjoyed it a lot, but it was a lot to sink in. Anyway, so I bought this game. It's called Cool Borders 2. I think I played that back in the day. I would have thought that this would have been like precursor to SSX, and I would have thought that it was good. Uh, it turns <laughs> out it's absolute trash. Now tell me, <laughs> is it worth $2? Yes, to have it, it's worth $2. But it is not... It is not remotely good, right? So here, here's here. Let me get this out of the way. I went in not expecting a whole lot out of a PS One snowboarding game, right? You really shouldn't like, ever expect a lot out of a PS One game because, as I keep telling people, PS One N sixty four, it was a it was a transition time to where there are some great things in there, but the style is very difficult sometimes. Yeah, but I still think lots of N64 games hold up really well. Yeah, but but like look at GoldenEye, and I played that with Ben not too long ago, and it's still a great mm. game, and we still had a lot of fun, but it's still rough because of the time period yeah. it was in. It was They were right, just so, but, trying but to start went, doing the 3D stuff. But the point of this, John, is I went in with reasonable expectations of knowing that's what I was getting into. And you're right. still disappointed. But as a as a genre fan, a, a fan of that genre of snowboarding games and that kind of style of downhill racing, like I was expecting to enjoy this. The audio quality is beyond terrible. Beyond what, terrible. What do you mean, like the music or like the sound effects or both? Like the music and the sound effects, everything, everything comes together and it's awful. Okay. Um, the. The character selection is completely pointless. Shouldn't even be there, honestly. Can you tell it's me about bad. the characters you can choose from? No, I can't. Is there a, is there a blonde girl with a with a beanie and snowboarding glasses? Yes. Nailed it. Do you play this game? Uh, no. <laughs> That's just a typical character for a snowboarding game. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's bad, John. It's really bad. And what's the gameplay like? Like, so basically, you're going down this hill like you would in a snowboarding game, but you hit a jump. You're supposed to do a trick, then you get a score, and you're trying to basically hit these leaderboards. So it's more like a. And I didn't dive super deep into this, but basically, it seems like it's a score based like here's an opportunity to do a trick do it and then there's a couple like here you're going down doing a race okay uh, using using a d-pad the playstation split d-pad to yeah. steer is awkward but i'm used to that i've played enough ps1 games in my life to understand that that's a thing you're steering left and right it's bad it's so bad i couldn't even play it i, I put it down pretty much instantaneously i'm about 90 percent sure that i played that as a kid I say as a kid, I'm, I was, I guess I was in high school when the PS1 came out. I was kind of hoping that this would be like Tony Hawk in a way. Like Tony Hawk 1 is really kind of rough playing it now, but it's okay that it's enjoyable. So so on the Tony Hawk note, is Tony uh -huh. Hawk 2 for the N64 worth playing? Or is it a terrible place to play Tony Hawk games? I actually think it's fine. Uh, this is not the popular opinion. I think playing it on the N64 is completely tolerable and okay. The best place to play a Tony Hawk game, like Tony Hawk 2, is on the PlayStation. Okay. 
but it's not it's not gonna make you so mad that you're gonna like be like I hate this. It's just not as comfortable and it's not as clean and perfect. Okay. I have it. I have it for both. Um, and actually, I go back to the N64 one for some reason more than the PS1 version. I don't know why. So I was expecting this to be fun. It wasn't. It was awful. I don't know why I played it for the even the short period of time that I gave it an opportunity, and I put it back on the shelf as a game that will be ever forgotten, and I will never touch it ever again. But I have it, and <laughs> I feel like I should have it. It's, it's, this isn't just shelved and forgotten. This is shelved and forgetting. <laughs> I'll, I'll be so, here all week. I have an N64 game that I was going to play at some point during this show, and I tried to put it in, and I've, I've had it on the shelf for a very, very long time. It's the Torok Dinosaur Adventures game. Isn't that game supposed to be kind of bad? Yeah, that's what I've heard, but I really wanted to give it an opportunity. Like, I hear people the, talk about the fog and stuff. Right, so, but it's an N64 game, so it falls into the same category. So I put that in. It doesn't work. Did you try cleaning it? I haven't opened it to clean the context the real way to clean it yet. Uh, but I did the, you know, like I can get a Q-tip in there and kind of wipe stuff out. What did you use to wipe it on the Q-tip? Like a little bit of alcohol. Don't. I know. You know, know. why? Don't, I didn't realize don't, it, don't but tell, you know why? Tell, don't, don't tell me, John. I know. No, you know why? You know what why? alcohol does? It eats what? the glue that holds the contacts down. Yeah, I know, but it's never been cleaned yeah, in but the time that I've had it. So what? What? Okay. So what, this is what the guy told me. So anyone out there playing cartridge games, uh, yeah, not including the not Switch, what... right? Because I don't think you should ever have to do anything with the Switch or 3DS. But use a either a, like an all-surface cleaner or a Windex if you cannot get if you cannot take it apart. If you can take it apart, then use that Brasso stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I need. I'm actually. I almost ordered a. Um, a screwdriver, one of the special screwdrivers recently, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I will eventually clean this out and do it, but wasn't worth the effort. So I moved on to my GameCube, which is sitting there, and I played a game that you told me, John, not to play. <laughs> oh, so are you, you're saying I warned you and maybe I was right? Yes, you were completely right. Uh, I bought Star Fox Adventures a while back, and I bought it with the intentions of playing this playing it for this show because i was just out of curiosity okay. i had to know hold on did i tell you not to play it or did i tell you you probably shouldn't bother like there's a difference i think it's more of a you shouldn't bother but i i remembered enjoying that game as a kid now so here here's here's the thing so um this comes out on tuesday right this episode on yeah. thursday same week this comes out i'm gonna be on nintendo nostalgia right I don't, uh-huh. think I, I don't think I said that last week. I'm going to be on their show, and we're going to be talking Star Fox 64, and I guarantee all the other Star Fox games are going to come up in the conversation. Right? Yeah, so and, this and game is terrible. It's not terrible. It's not. I it's, actually... It's, I enjoyed the game. Look, tell, tell me... Tell I, me feel like t- it's, I feel like it's lying to me from the minute the game opens up. How so? You're on a winged dragon thing... Fighting a fiery ship dinosaur thing, and you're shooting like you would be in a Star Fox game. Oh, so it okay. opens up. It opens up as an on rail shooter. Yeah, but you know it's not going to be. I mean, this game was originally no, know, called like Dinosaur Planet, dinosaur Planet. And, and they reskinned it as a Star Fox game. Now, do you know the interesting thing about this game? 
It was the last Rare game for Nintendo. It's the last right. game that Rare made for Nintendo. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, I think I think overall it's okay. So no, but tell but me, it's, tell me what you did not like about it. Besides the fact that you you claim it lied to you, even though you knew going in this was no, not I mean, a flying game. I mean, I knew that, but going in, but I still feel like it shouldn't even tease me that way, John. Hey. It shouldn't even give me those few, very, very, very few actual Star Fox segments. Yeah, but if you wanted that, you should have gotten Star Fox Assault. I'm going to get Star Fox Assault. I would love, if I come visit you, which we're going to set this up at some point, I will bring Star Fox. I think we've committed to this at this point. Yeah, I will bring Star Fox Assault with me. All right. Because I want to play this with you. That's a a DS game, though, right? No. Star Fox Command is a DS game. This is, see, this Star is Fox, where I dropped off of Star okay. Fox. Star, Star Fox, Fox Assault. I never played anything until, I got one more thing to talk about on this, John, on my adventure of gaming this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Star Fox Assault is the game that if you were to take it, mix it with Star Fox Zero, tell all the haters of motion controls to shut their traps, you would have an amazing game. Because Star Fox I, Assault had the flying that was good. Uh, it had the on-the-ground stuff. Which is fine. I'm not opposed yeah, to yeah, that. Well, and the on-the-ground stuff was way different than it is on Star Fox Adventures. And I'll let you get back to Star Fox Adventures in a second. Like, Star Fox Assault on the ground, you had guns. Right? You're running around with guns. You were, I'm not running around with a staff. Yeah, you, you, were, you were Fox McCloud the way he should be. Right? But then there was also f- up to four-player multiplayer on Assault. And you could play where you like everyone had to be in the planes, or you could be where you could be in the planes, or whatever. But it, it did have like the tank thing that wasn't very good. Like that was like the one downside to assault. But what's really cool about assault is that if you're slippy toed and you win a multiplayer battle, he does <laughs> he does the swimming <laughs> dance, and I know this because I beat Ben in it, and I took a video and put it on Twitter. Okay. I don't ever want to play Adventures. It's okay. Again, ever. You um, you need to. It's not a bad game. No, I know it's not a bad game, but it's it it, it here's here's what disappoints it's, it me. Feel, it felt like a mediocre Zelda game. That and that's what disappointed me with it is that it has I, that Zelda feel to it without the specific dungeons. The dungeons are more like an area of the game instead of like a dungeon. Yeah, it's never, it's, but, yeah, it's a space. But, but you do get sure. different powers. There are yeah. maps. You do work with that little dinosaur to help you do things, and you have to work with other dinosaurs to help you do other stuff. I got maybe a quarter to a third of the way through, and I got stuck, and that's the only reason I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, story's okay, but it, but you're still Fox. Okay, so can, can, right, can, we, can we address something about the story and something that I hate in gaming, and I just want to address this as a point of my pickiness of... Are you going to talk about why he was on this island to begin with? No, I don't care. But do you know why? No. So at the end of Star Fox 64, the Great Fox was all beat up. So he had to take like side jobs to be able to have enough money to repair it. So he took this as like a side job to go help this dinosaur planet. So he'd have enough money. Look, I don't hate, I, I don't hate the story for it, it throwing Star Fox into it. I don't care. Yeah, but Actually, it's a really bizarre it, story. I think, I think yeah, it's super weird, but I think it expands the Starbox universe in a way that doesn't ruin it for me. 
No, but also here's, in a way that's not this, necessary. This yes. At the same time, is it it? I don't think it ruins Star Fox for me. It doesn't need to be there. But this is a this is a complaint I have with fantasy stories in general. Okay. And everybody, everybody, tuck in because everybody's gonna people who like these things. Why in the world of God do we need a fake language that sounds like stupidity? Why? Yeah, For the voice get acting, and, it might be. Yeah, it might be the voice acting thing. It might be the it, amount of It goes money. away. It goes away. We go back to English, but. We open up in a stupid thing where I'm reading subtitles for a fake made-up language that sounds really, really stupid, and the voice acting is probably not that great to begin with, but I think it's just stupid. Well, you need a babble fish. Oh, God dang it. I don't care, John. It's stupid. And the fantasy stories by themselves should not be doing this. You know, there's going to be some... I know there's pe- Somebody's going to write in about how much they love Klingon and how much they love Elvish. No, right? look, these are these are the comments we're going to get. But there is going to be some random Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan out there that cracked up at my last joke. I'm just going to let you know, someone out there is laughing at the joke I made. <laughs> All right, and whoever that is, whatever whatever Hitchhiker's Guide fan is out there, this high five is for you. At some point, I will read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I mean, watch. for our new format. Watch the movie. I've seen the movie. I've okay, seen the okay. Movie. You've seen the movie. Now read the book because it's better. I mean, the movie screws it's been, it all it's, up. I, I, I haven't seen the movie in a very long time, but I'm not opposed to reading it. So yeah, read the no, book. I'll, it, I'll, watch the I'll movie and then read the book to correct everything. Or should I just read the book? We've already watched the movie, so you're screwed on that. Well, right, but I don't remember the movie. Yeah, you can't go back in time. You can't yeah, unwatch I don't it. The movie. You know when people get at done with the movie and they're like, "Man, what I wouldn't give to have that two hours of my life back." Yeah, you can't. That's how you feel about it. No, I mean, Snape, right, so, so Snape John, I did one robot. more game. I played one more game. I'm just gonna knock this out because this is my life this week. <laughs> After my disappointment with Star Fox Adventures, I put in a game that I put only in for a literally little short time during Extra Life. It's the only other time I've played this game. I was gonna try for to the week, guess. It's for the Wii U. Ooh. I didn't bring it up in our backlog Wii U thing. Oh, that's going to be tough. Wait, wait, you, played, you played it on the Wii U. You hadn't played it before. I played it once during Extra Life. Before now. Wii but Dance. I, but I was, very, I was very tired, and I blamed my tiredness on why I didn't like it. I changed my mind. I just don't like this. Ooh, so it would have been <laughs> while I was watching you. Yeah, it would have been later in the day. What game? It would have been before we went into Marathon of Mario Kart. Can that be a good band name? Before we went into Mario Kart? No, Marathon of Mario Kart. Sure, if you play Mario Kart covers, sure. Sweet. Now, now I can. Now I just got to learn how to make music. Yeah. Good luck. Um, I put in Star Fox Guard. That's not a bad game. I don't like it. I okay now now let me let me preface this with the fact that I've played it once. Right? I put <laughs> it in once and I just never got around to putting it again. But that being said, I think it's probably a, a well-made game. I believe that it's well-made, but I don't actually think it's fun. 
Is it the motion controls? Are you going to blame it on the motion controls? No, I'm not going to blame it on motion <laughs> controls because you know that I don't hate things from like except for Mario Galaxy for motion controls. Uh, uh, stupid Mario Galaxy. I hate Mario Galaxy. You know how hard thing. it is to just, play any game wanna... with a bow and arrow now that doesn't have motion controls? Yeah, but that works. I know, but to try to go back and play one now that doesn't have motion controls after playing Zelda... Like, I keep trying to move the controller to, like, hone in my shot, and I can't, and it makes me really mad. God, I, when we play Splatoon, I really hope you're playing with motion controls. I will be. I didn't before, it's but the, I will it's be. The, it's, the only, it's the only way to play that game, dude. Um, God, this game is so bad. It's not fun. It's not it's, bad. It's well, it's well made. Okay, what, what do you not like about it? It's super repetitive. Well, yeah. I don't feel like I'm do, accomplishing hey, anything. Do you like it's Mario? Not... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you like Mario? The original Mario games. Do you enjoy the original Mario games? Yeah. They're super repetitive and you don't accomplish anything. The princess is in a different <laughs> castle. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next argument. It's... <laughs> high five i win let's, let's keep in mind that i'm playing this by myself well, um i, I mean, don't yeah i okay. might bl- i might blame this on not being very good at it and and that's what i was wondering and not like in a bashing way but like i could see that game if you not good at it and you don't want to put the time i can see it being frustrating to put in the time to get good at a game like that yeah so i feel like to even be able to accomplish this game to any extent, I'd need to put large amounts of time into every level of this game. Right? And for me, personally, I'm not enjoying it. The same way that I'm playing Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I thought I was good at Tetris, but apparently I'm not. Um, I'm enjoying constantly trying again to beat the the computer opponents. How are you at Puyo Puyo? I think I'm surprisingly. I think I'm better at Puyo Puyo than I am at Tetris. Man, someone didn't play enough which Tetris is, as a kid. Which is interesting, and I and I thought I was pretty good at Tetris, and apparently I'm not. <laughs> not according to this game, I'm not. But this game feels like that in a way that it's kind of a puzzly kind of game. Not really, but it's kind of a puzzly game. You're you're making sure you're moving things to the right place to do the things at the right time. Right. It's kind of like Tetris. Yeah. It's not fun. It's just not fun. And maybe, maybe in a crowded room where I'm one of the like people watching the cameras yelling at somebody else to do things, I might have more fun in this situation, but I don't think I'm ever going to be in that scenario ever. So this game is never going to get played ever again. And I'm uh, done with it. And that's a little bit disappointing. I think I just need to move on and accept that I don't like half of the package of Star Fox Zero. It's funny because most other people are like would, would argue and, the and, other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Star Fox Zero. Everybody, I'll bring it up for the last time. Yeah, but and I actually think it's super fun co-op. But it's this game is not fun, and I'm not going to play it again. And I'm not going to play Star Fox Adventures again. And I'm not going to play Cool Borders Two. And I apparently can't play Torak. That was my gaming week, John. So. You say I did no prep work, but I kept trying to find something that I could talk about and enjoy a lot. <laughs> so, did my cat just meow? 
I don't know if it's your cat or my cat. I'm hearing no, things my, again. My, no. my daughter was having a hard time. She stepped in the room for a second and all the animals came in. That's okay. I can I can tell people things if you need to. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. If she comes back in here, she'll just sit on my lap while we're talking. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, she can be part of the show. I can always mute okay, my mic so too. Okay. So, John. I'm going to attempt to play this trailer for you. I don't know how well this is going to turn out. Let me know if I need to turn it up. Ready? Okay. This is a really weird opening to the trailer. It's showing... Here you go. A man has a choice. I chose the impossible. I built a city where the artist would not fear the censor. Where the great will not be constrained by the small. A really long trailer. Where the trailer. scientist would not be bound by petty morality. I chose to build Rapture. Oh crap. I think people who have played this will know what it is right at that point. I know what this is, but I can't think of what it is. So I ask you, my friend, if your life were the prize, would you kill the innocent? Would you sacrifice your humanity? We all make choices. Sound effects are cool. It's cool for audio. <laughs> make us. Oh. I know what this is. Apparently you don't. I stopped it there. I could have gone further, but it's getting the gameplay part of it. And I thought that was enough. You know who does know who it is? Josh Stapleton knows who it is. Cause when I bought this game, so Josh Stapleton is now my out or my outlet for like showing off games. I buy when I can't talk about them until I talk about them on here. So I just take pictures and send them to him. And then he and I talk. And so, <laughs> so sorry. I can't be that person. John. No, 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 it's the fine. Short, it's fine. You the are the person. Friends. Dave, you are the person you need to be. Okay. Josh Stapleton is my person that I talk to about the other games I collect as I collect them when I can't talk about them on here yet. These headphones are not as comfortable as my old ones. <laughs> but they were matching yours. So. Oh, and that's a good reason. Um, you got a guess before I before I tell you? No, I I know I no, I've heard of this game. It's in the city of Rapture that somebody built. Blah 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 blah. But I can't. Remember yeah, you just is. repeated the trailer. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? But the city of Rapture is a thing I remember from my history of gaming. It's definitely on the PS3 or 360. It is on both. I played it on 360. So I lucked Maybe. out. I, I went to the pawn shop looking for two games, and I found both of them at different pawn shops. But I did find this one, and I was very excited. So I played Bioshock. I feel like I'm... Oh, okay. I'm ready. Okay. Have you played Bioshock? Did we, didn't you play Infinite? I played Infinite a while back. I, play, I played Infinite for a short period of time and bought it and got pretty excited about it because people were raving about how great it was. But I never... I played Bioshock, the first one, for like two minutes and okay. then never got to play it again. Well, I, don't, I don't know why. Maybe I had it just a demo or something. I don't know. Well, that's kind of how I was in the past. Like, I played the opening of Bioshock. and the opening of Bioshock, you're swimming underwater, and it's this whole thing. And it's just like, it's not, I don't know. I didn't like the first time I played it. But I played Infinite. Now, now I know I've talked about Infinite on here before. But what I liked about Infinite 
Like it's a first person, not really my thing. It's a shooter, whatever, right? You get some powers that are kind not of not really cool. my thing either. Yeah, but the powers are okay. What I liked about Infinite was that you have this world, and you when you first step into, you're like, this is like the 20s and 30s. Oh my god, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I have to throw a baseball at a black woman because she's hooking up with a white dude, and I have to stone them both. And you're like, oh my god. Right that's this world like that. And that's right at the beginning. You get this like major twist of, Oh my God. And then as you play through the game, you get towards the end and there's this other huge thing that happens. And so like I'm playing through it and it's like the ending, like the ending of Bioshock infinite, whether you like the rest of the game, which I did, I enjoyed the rest of the game, but whether you like it or not, the ending of Bioshock infinite is amazing. Right. Shush! You. I thought you almost said something. I did. I, I, I mean, I almost mispronounced Bioshock and made it come out really weird. Now, this game, I picked this one over two because I could have picked up two. I might play two at some point. I don't know. Um, but I was told Ben was like, "Oh, the story's even better in the first one." So I'm like, "All oh, right, I want this great story." I did not think the story was that great in this one. Like, there. That's is- what everybody. That's what everybody told me. And that's why I. Play well, infinite first. There is a twist. I was not shocked by the twist. There was enough stuff hinting at the twist um, to make it not that big of a twist. Now, here's the thing. Whereas in infinite, you're in outdoors and the sun is shining and you're in the sky and there's like all this mechanical stuff moving. And so it's kind of light outside, even when you're in these gunfights and stuff like that, right? And in the original, you're under the water. And there's like cracks and everything and the water spraying in and it's dark and the whole game is dark and it is so intense, like heart pounding intense. Okay. So don't play it. If you're you with a heart condition, no. Got it. Got it. So there's a scene early on where you're in this room and everything, the lights go out and you stand in the spotlight and these guys. So basically there's all these people who used to live there that are effectively I don't say zombies, but they're zombie-esque, right? They run at you fast, and they want to attack you, and they obviously, like, scream about stuff that happened in the past. It's really bizarre. And they come at you in the scene, and they just keep popping out into the spotlight. And every time, I would almost throw my controller in the air. I knew it was coming, but every time, it would make me jump. And the game was just so eerie and so intense that like I had to, I literally had to stop and start playing stick it to the man every few minutes. I never say every few minutes. I could play for like an hour or so. And then I had to stop, play stick it to the man for a while because I needed something to be like lighthearted and like take me out of that intenseness. So, um, the powers are okay. Um, they're <laughs> done, done by 11. <laughs> huh? I just looked at the time. Yeah. So yeah, right. <laughs> the the powers are okay. You can like electrocute somebody and then hit them with a wrench and they die in one shot because they're like stunned. There's also like a freezing power and a fire power and stuff like that. And you can pick those and you can like you collect stuff to be able to upgrade. But the other thing is, is there's these little sisters. And I was always told that you get the better ending if you don't kill the little sisters. I had no idea what little sisters were. I, I I figured they were something that was going to come at you, and you just had to not kill them. Like I thought they were going to attack you, but you not kill them. But what they are is these little. There's these kids, and these kids provide this thing, this liquid serum of some sort, 
And if you kill them, you get a higher amount. And if you don't kill them, you get a lower amount, but they tell you that good things will come later on. And this amount that you get is for upgrading your kind of your powers later and your like your power slot and how many powers you can have and how many like weapon upgrades and stuff you can have. But each one of them is with a, a big daddy, I think, or something like that. It's a big robot yeah, thing. Yeah, big weird robot things that are in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, and that's the only reason I know that much about this game. Yes, they're in that. <laughs> um, but they're not that hard to kill. They're not that hard to kill. But here's what happens. is You, you kill it, and it, it, they walk around protecting the, the, the little sisters. So you kill it, and then there's just this little girl there, and she's like weeping over this thing and you walk up to her and you have the choice do you take her out or do you save her and so i was like well i've heard you need to save them all i'm like okay so i'll save her and you do it and you pick them up with one hand and they're just like screaming at you and throwing their arms around in this like creepy like bad 80s horror film kind of scary doll kind of way and then you like <sighs> put your hand next to their head and it heals them and they're all like oh Thank you, mister. And if you heal enough of them, they leave you presents. And then the end, the ending of the show, or the ending of the game deals with the fact that you saved them. So, um, I don't know. What so not happened. knowing, not knowing the other ending, would you do it the same way around the next time? Yeah. Cause I'm a nice guy. Like, even if I didn't know that I needed to save them, if I, it, this if, is, these are confusing words. John is nice. Yeah, don't tell Ashley. Um, <laughs> if okay, even not knowing show title, John is nice? Question mark. Even if I didn't know that saving them would give a better ending, when I walk up to a little kid and my options are kill it or save it, it's not a hard choice for me. Because I don't know Would how you, you kill it. Like I don't know. I don't know what the method is. But like, imagine if he just pulls out his giant, you know, pipe wrench and bludgeons a small child. Like I, it's not what I want to do. I'm not that kind of mean guy. Yeah, but what if you get cooler powers? Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> like I don't know. So, so I would have done it the same way. I think. I think. I mean, I can't say for sure, right? Because I didn't know. But I think I would do it the same way. Um, I would recommend this game to almost anybody. It was good. Um, the, the, the shooting was problematic to me because when I play a shooter, and I don't play shooters very often, but when I do, I want the left trigger to lock on and the right trigger to shoot. But in this case... The left trigger sets your power. Like, so you hit it once and then your power is ready to go. And you hit it again, you start using your powers. Uh, and then you hit your right trigger and you pull your gun out and then you hit it again and you start shooting or swinging your pipe or whatever your weapon you've chosen is. So you can't. So if you want to lock on and get in that first person, look down the, the sights mode, you have to like push in on the right stick. And then yeah, this you. This is normal. And then you move slow, but 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 most first-person shooters, you pull the left stick to go into aim mode, and you pull the right stick to shoot. Like that's the normal way that a shooter is. I don't know, John. Now I I'm... guarantee you, a normal shooter. Where's if you were to play Call of Duty, you're gonna pull you'd press, it. On... You press you press the right stick to zoom in, 
No, you pull the left trigger. No, you pull the left trigger to look down the gun to aim. Left trigger aims, right trigger shoots. That is the normal shooter fashion. I swear you click the right stick. No, because that's ridiculous. I'm going to play a shooter for next week. Okay. Now, now play a modern. I'm 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 talking like play a modern shooter. Like if you play Halo. No, Halo's a little little different. Never mind. I went to pick the last 360 area Call of Duty game. Oh. Which I don't know what that is, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to buy I it. I would assume it. that would be the same way I'm talking about. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, and I can ask actually, Ben. You know, yeah, no, Ben will know, but I'm going to go out and buy Call of Duty Ghosts for the Wii U. Yeah, but you don't have a left and right trigger. <laughs> oh, on the Wii U you do, I guess. Yeah, what are you talking about? I was, I was picturing the nunchuck and like Wii Remote. Well, that's definitely the way I'm going to play it. Because I'm sure you can. No, most shooters... Your left stick's gonna aim. Your right stick's gonna shoot. Or your, sorry, your 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 left trigger's gonna aim. Your right trigger's gonna shoot. Like that's the way they're designed. And then your bumpers will be like grenades and whatever else. See, but it feels like the. I don't know why we're having this debate, but we're a gaming show, so I guess it's okay. Um, I feel like the only modern shooter I've ever played recently in my experience is Halo, and you can use the left trigger to shoot as well because you can dual wield weapons. Speaking of, did you see what's free this week? Like uh, no. the division or something like that's free this weekend for the weekend. Okay, I'm not gonna play the division. I think it was the division. I don't that's know. It'll free. it'll be over by the time this thing airs. So whatever, who cares? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick up the most modern Call of Duty. I'm gonna play it. And I'm just gonna just to experiment. Um, because I think you're wrong. I I know you're wrong. Huh. I topped your think with a no. Ben's like screaming his head off right now. <laughs> yeah, in my favor. <laughs> That's because you play shooters, John. Uh, not very often. Good for you. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, but anyway, so overall, I liked the game. It was a lot of fun. It was creepy as hell. Like infinite, super or, infinite or Bioshock? Which one's better? I uh, I think I think Infinite's better. So okay. and, and like. Ben was. That I played the right one. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Like, so when I talked to Ben about this, like, he was kind of shocked that I didn't like the story as much. I didn't like the twist as much. Um, but I also played Infinite first, and where he played them in order. So that's a different story, I guess, for him. Yeah, the first one could surprise you more, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. It feels like they're probably pretty similar. I've never played. No, the first no, they're one. very. Well, I mean, the the mechanics are very similar. Right. The mechanics are are more, I don't know, better done in, in Infinite because it is the newer one. But the feel of the game is very different. The original Bioshock is very eerie, very intense, very almost like a horror-ish type thing because of these people that are coming at you. Whereas in Infinite, for it's the most part... terrible. Yeah, well, for the most part, the people coming at you are like the police force, the military type thing, Yeah. right? Um, whereas in the original Bioshock, it's the residents of this underground town who have basically become overdone with this disease. And you have someone talking to you in a radio telling you where to go and what to do. And you're following this person's directions. And you think that you crash landed an airplane like in a, in a commercial airplane crash landed and stumbled across this place. I'm going to replay infinite infinite infinite. You need to play it to completion. 
It's only like I'm eight or nine hours it. long. It's not that long. I'm gonna, I'll finish it. Because the what I should be ending saying. of Infinite blew me away. All right. I'm going to finish it. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I hope I can crank it down to super, super easy and finish it. Okay. So that's what I played. I had a good time. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to play for next week. I'm having a hard time deciding. I might play. Me too. Actually, I almost said the game I might play. I might play a game that you would not think to be an adultish game, but it is, and it's on my Xbox, and it's. I think that's what I'm going to play next week. My wife and kids will be at school and whatever, so. There's a Super Nintendo puzzle game that I really want to play. That's really bizarre. Those are not <laughs> words I ever thought you would say. <laughs> so, do you have anything else you want to talk about, or are you ready to go into back of the box? We actually I have think... not been going absurdly long. Well, we could talk about the video I sent you if you watched it. I did i don't remember very i think i disagreed with something on there i think i did too and i don't remember exactly what that was but i, I think thought it was like it was the an interesting... final thing like so so the video you sent oh, me yeah, was, it is the, the, yeah. the video you sent me was like five ways to get back into gaming right and right. here's here's my biggest issue with this who is that meant for like how many people know. are out there like i really want to get back into gaming but i just can't like you don't you don't hear that very okay, often. So, but maybe so, so I hear I hear I've listened to like I think Nintendo dads I think Bobby Pauls has mentioned this where there's a point in their lives where they fell out of gaming. Bobby brings this up a lot where he talks about how the Wii brought him back, right? Yeah, which is, which is why he respects Nintendo a lot. And I don't think I've gone through this point really ever. I think early PS3 era I kind of fell off a little bit. Right where I wasn't enjoying what I was playing nearly as much as I enjoyed like the previous console generation before that. Yeah, um, I actually still don't really like most of the things that come out on modern consoles, except for the Switch. Like I'm just gonna spit it out and be honest. Like I don't oh, dude, care about so Call of Duty. There's so many cool games coming out right now. There's so know, many cool but, games. But but the indies the indies are way no, more. Not even just the than, indies, dude. There are some. Like that's the whole reason I want to get a PS4 at some point is because there's some really cool games that have come out recently on the PS4. Hey, look, it's Reese's. My cat Reese's. Hi, Reese's. Shush your mouth. Oh, she meowed at me. <laughs> now this Reese's. cat. This cat here. She's been there for a while. I've been watching her. No, she just hopped up on the bed a second ago. Like no, saying, no, 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 no. Go back and watch. No, no, the show. She, she was there. She hopped <laughs> down and she hopped back up just now. Okay, well that's possible. Um, I, I don't really understand this, like I fell out of gaming thing, but I still thought this was kind of interesting to talk about, John. Oh, it definitely is, was. Is do, what would you do in that scenario of like trying to convince somebody that they should not have given up games? Well, see, I don't right? think I ever would convince somebody of that. Like, it, like, okay. So this video almost assumes that like, everyone needs to be a gamer man, you know, and it's not true. Like if you fall out of games, and I was having this conversation with someone recently, actually, like if you fall out of games because you just don't care about them anymore, then great. That's not your thing anymore. Right. Go do whatever your current thing is. But if you come up to me like, man, I miss playing games. I just can't get into it. Then I would be like, Hey, come over. Let's play a game together. I feel like that was the most, well, piece of advice was to play games with friends. 
You're right. Was the only it was the only real piece of advice that they put in there and maybe play a game that you loved at one point in time. Sure. But like there was the one piece in there where they're like, oh, stay away from gaming media. And don't get me wrong. Like, I think a lot of gaming media should be stayed away from. Um, I actually I've stopped I actually like following. that piece of it. I like that piece of advice in general for as a gamer. Yeah, we well, kind of talked have... about this this last week where I really would like to go into a store and not know what I'm buying. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that one was really cool. And we need to figure out how to do that. And I actually tried to look. And I went up, and my son was with me, so I couldn't just, like, sit there and browse as much as I wanted. Yeah, I went um, in with the woman, too, and I went in and I couldn't browse. You put her in the as corner. As Nose in the corner. <laughs> um, so I didn't get to browse as long no, as I would. But so, like, there, there have been, there's at least, there's, so, so far, there's one person I stopped following on Twitter. Because it was too much negativity. And don't get me wrong, like, I'm not here to say that you shouldn't be able to have your opinion on a game. But there's a level of negativity that's almost for negativity's sake. And there's someone else that I follow that I'm thinking about not following anymore because, and I haven't seen it as much lately, but there was a while where it was just so much negativity. And in one, yeah. it just in general, there's too much of that in the world. Like, there's too many okay. things happening... Yeah. Where there's too much walking on my mixer. <laughs> nice. There, there's like, too get off. There's too many things happening. That's too much negativity going on. That I just I I want to stay away. I stay away from politics on social media because of because I don't want that in my life. Well, but the, I mean, the biggest problem is it's a bunch of people that are that are saying stuff that don't know what they're talking about. I don't care what side of a political issue you're on. If you don't know what you're talking about, shut the hell up. Right. Yep. Um, and I saw that a lot of that today. Uh, and I was avoiding. I won't, and post, I, I won't post any of those things because yeah. I don't really have an opinion that's worth spouting. I can, I can talk about all the video games in the world, John, but I'm not going to talk about politics, and we will not ever talk about politics. Yeah, but then there's like also, <laughs> but there's people that do the same thing through like video game social media where, uh, yeah. and, and and Bobby Pauls actually, so so the good old Nintendo guru himself, Bobby Pauls, um, put up a video countering someone who put up a real negative video. And honestly, I wanted, I mean, I, I love Bobby. Bobby's great, right? I've listened yeah. to all his shows and all stuff. If you're listening, Bobby, hi. If you're not listening, <sighs> anyway. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah. So, uh, but we've got the voice of God and we've got the voice of podcasting, but he can't even listen. I but have, I don't have that clip ready to play. But um, he put up this video, like countering this guy. And I'm like, I, what I wanted to do was like reach through the internet and slap Bobby, not because what he was saying was wrong, but because he was validating the person who was being so negative. And that's the issue. Like if everyone would just get away from these people, then, you know, they wouldn't happen. I, I read an article today and I was going to save it for the new show, but it's going to be way outdated by then. But it was about geek culture and whether or not geek culture is winning or losing or something like that. And it was based around these people that were making a petition, a petition to effectively shut down Rotten Tomatoes because too many people had given bad reviews to uh, Suicide Squad. And they were yeah, worried... This is, big, this is a big thing. Yeah, well, they were worried that... I, I, and I guess like the, the, the person was quoted and like, look, look, we're not really trying to shut down Rotten Tomatoes. We're just trying to make this known and blah, blah. And, and it was almost like that, hey, you, you shouldn't give this a bad review because it's going to drive people from seeing it. But, you know, that's their job. If they're being legit, 
and giving a show a bad review, giving a game a bad review, then awesome. But if you're out there, like I can't remember, and I don't even care who this person was that Bobby was talking to, but if you're spamming bad reviews, right? It's 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 a matter of like a mass collection to to make something appear more negative than it really in reality is. And this is coming from somebody who thinks Suicide Squad was fine, but not spectacular. Um, and I know about this is they were basically hounding the thing with overloading amounts of negative reviews to make it a yeah. problem. And the argument in this is debating whether Rotten Tomatoes should do something about this. Yeah. Right? But what were the people like legitimately trying to build up bad reviews? Cause I can't imagine that's the case. Yes. I mean, Cause that movie, that movie was it's... just supposed to be bad enough that it didn't need that help. Right. But this is the point. The but, point uh, was to to overload it with amounts of negative reviews to make it appear way more negative than it really was. But the argument in this scenario, John, is that that Rotten Tomatoes is basically in the wrong because they're saying that people can game the system. Yeah, and you shouldn't be able to do that. But but I mean, going back, I guess more to like the original point is this is people should me, be able me, to let, people should be able to give more. their negative reviews. And you shouldn't shield yourself from that necessarily. Uh, what you should get away from is these people that do it for clickbait's sake. That do right. it because I'm going to be the outsider ranting and raving about bad things so that people come watch my videos and I make lots of money on YouTube. And also, don't give validation to those people by responding to them. Right. Let me let me give you an example of where this could go. This is this is the problem, right, John? This is this is the extreme example. Okay. Okay. A a large organized group of let's just use Christians because we like to use religious groups of people on the show as examples. Um, not because they would you, are bad would you like to would you like they, to choose a specific de- denomination to bash on today and no, and, and push those no, listeners away? Catholics. Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with you, Dave? <laughs> no, no offense to any Catholics out there. My family was raised Catholic, not me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> wow, because but, that wasn't almost offensive in itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's pretend a large group of Catholic. This, these would be very bad people, right? Let's let's say. This is a large organized group, and they decided that they don't like Harry Potter because it's full of witchcraft and magic and stuff, right? This is. I, I feel example. like this is almost a thing, not necessarily with Catholics, but I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that there is some <laughs> sector of large the Christian organized group. Of I wouldn't, people. I wouldn't say large, but some. Okay, so in every group, there's a bad seed, right? It doesn't matter what kind of group right. you are, right? And so, you, like, you have the um, that one church that uh, was protesting the military funerals and and whatever else, right? So, you have an overarching good group of people with this bad group embedded inside them, right? Right. I have no doubt that there was some bad group embedded inside the Christian community that 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 protested Harry Potter at some point. Like, it had right. to have there happened. is. That's why that's why I use this as an example. Okay. Were they Catholics? But- I don't know, John. I'm just you. You asked for a denomination. I gave you one. Catholics, we love you. You keep drinking your blood. What is wrong with you? Like, it's just like you're like, 
Oh, the knife slightly in all the Catholics out there. I'm going to push the knife slightly further in. Eventually, the Catholics are all going to bleed out, and we will not have them as listeners anymore. Thanks to the <laughs> the nighttime show that's would you, approaching would you, 11 would, o'clock. Would, 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 you, would, you like to, would you like to go after any other denominations while you're at it, uh, Dave? No. Do, do you want to take what? down the Protestants? No. Would you like, would you like is, to separate the different groups of the Protestants and take them down one at a time? This is not the point of this conversation, Jeff. Hindus? Muslim? No. I mean, any, do you let's, want to go after all groups? Do you want to say just religious right. people in general? I mean, who you want like, to take down, Dave? <laughs> Dave, you know, I'm a religious person. You trying to take <laughs> me down too? You John, laugh, but this is true. All right. I'm not trying to take down any groups. You let's know, in a, in, a large in, group of... In, in hey, three can, weeks... Can I make th- my no, point, In three weeks, I'm quitting the show. <laughs> me too. I'm going to go start a different show. Me too. <laughs> We can't say the name yet because I haven't claimed anything. Um, Dave, you're in tears. You're killing me, John. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm nothing if not a derailer. Let's let's pretend there's a large group of Catholic Christians who decided they don't like the Harry Potter universe. Okay, and okay. they decide that in order to make their point heard, they've decided to go to Rotten Tomatoes. And take down the the Rotten Tomato scores for all those movies as drastically as they can by giving it like okay, extremely low ratings. No, but John, this but, is but the, the way the way that Rotten Tomatoes works though is it takes like the reviews from reputable sources into the account, right? Yes. So it's not but, like you're but, it's but, not but, like you're gonna find but, you're like not, not like it's not like the Catholic community is gonna get in and, and obviously this is just for your example that you you've chosen to take down such a good group of people in such a terrible <laughs> way. Um, but, but it's not like this group of people is like, okay, do we got anyone here from the times? Okay. You, you're from the times. Okay. Do we have anyone from the Herald? Okay. You're from the Herald. Okay. Do we have anyone from IGN? Okay. You're from IGN. Okay. All you guys go out to your own communities, take the little poison with you and, and take down the score of, of, of the thing. Cause you're still going to have the legit scores from the big outlets. Right. But so in a case like suicide squad, right, the, the, the audience review is almost more valuable in my opinion than the critics review because the critics aren't going to view that movie in a positive light pretty much no matter what. Like, let's be honest. John, <laughs> yes. does that makes sense. <laughs> they, they're that, that is not. So in the event of Harry Potter in this group, if they decided to take the audience ratings down and they could bring it down to like 10%, right? doesn't matter what the critic score says. It says that audiences don't like this movie Ten percent, ten percent rotten. Now, now, right? now, now, let's look at the reality here. But it also accounts those scores together. Yeah, but let's look at the so, reality, okay? Because okay. the reality in this messed up alternate universe that you've created, <laughs> this group is going to be a small group, comparatively, right? Well, that's why I'm trying to use a larger group, John. Yeah, but it's not going to be every Catholic. It's not but like the it Pope. Was? It's not like the Pope is going to say. The, what if What if the Pope comes out and tells everybody to go? Everybody who truly believes in the Pope, right? And believes. I mean, in everyone does, believes and, and I, in the Pope. I I love our Pope. We have a great Pope right now. It's, um, it's funny how you're claiming the Pope <laughs> after trying to take down his people. I will never try to make a serious point about the the <laughs> of rotten tomatoes ever again, John, because of you. No, but but I mean, think about, and, and granted, it's it. You could do this with certain movies, like smaller movies, 
I think you could do this with. But Suicide Squad is such a big movie that you're going to have, sure, there could be a group that wants to take it down, but that group is going to be minuscule compared to the total number of people that are comic book movie fans. I agree with you in a way, but at the same time as I think it, it takes a much smaller group than you think to make an impact in a situation like this. Mm. When have you ever rated a movie on Rotten Tomatoes? Yep. Have you ever done that? No. What do I look right. like a yelper? So I've, I've, I've never done that. I don't do that. I like movies. I, 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 I like when you go and talk Yelp. about movies a lot. You're going Yelp and like read a review and then look at how many reviews that person has made. Like it's a special class of people that likes to have their opinion heard. I mean, granted, we like to have our, you know, BS heard Opinions too, heard obviously, our, but in our own way. Yeah, but but like the <laughs> reviews are hilarious. I'm, I'm just arguing that that I think a smaller group can make an impact on this this thing bigger than you think. Okay. Have you ever seen the South Park episode where where they're all writing Yelp reviews? No, but that sounds amazing. That is and I don't like South funniest, Park, but but that it is sounds one amazing. One of the funniest episodes you should watch it. Is it better um, than the people that come back from the future to take their gerbs? Yes, much better. That much episode better. is so good. It is, but it's it's this is especially important to this kind of conversation. It, it's funny as though like what I accidentally got us off this topic on does not really fit with the, it doesn't fit with the intent of what the person was saying in the video. Like what the person was saying is stay off video game, social media, because you're going to find these people like, Oh, this game sucks. And it's obviously their two cents on social media that they're allowed to have. Um, but there's a lot of people's two cents that just don't need to be listened to. Right. But I think if you are in, this is this is coming from me and this is my opinion, but when I search out video game media and information, like I have a select few people who I trust their opinions. Yeah, and that's important. Right, but but I think if you don't do this enough and if you're not a gamer and you're not following this stuff, if you just take the opinions of whatever floats to the top, I think you get a lot of negativity on YouTube and you're gonna get a lot of negative opinions, John. No, In which case, once once again, this small group will affect the opinions of others. Same case as the Rotten Tomatoes. This is a really interesting conversation. So let me let me take this to something that's coming up this week. Something we talked okay. about yesterday. Uh, NBA playgrounds. Playgrounds. I, I could not remember. If it, I was want to say jam. It's not jam. I want to say streets. It's not streets. It's playgrounds. It comes out the day that this episode drops. Right. Okay. Now, we both are interested in this game, but we mm-hmm. both individually have come up with the opinion of, I want to hear what the review is, because there's no, there's no benefit to buying it early or buying it the second it comes out, right? It doesn't do anything for you. It's not like it's you can not, save it's money. Not impo- it's not important enough to me to buy it, pre-order it. Yeah, well, you, you can't pre... I mean, I guess you could pre-download it or something. I don't know. Um, but, but there's no like monetary discount for ordering it early or whatever, right? Right. And day one on Tuesday, there will be reviews, right? right. It, it will get reviewed by Nintendo Insider and some other people I follow on Twitter that I every once in a while click on the articles for. What will the reviews need to say one way or the other to drive you to or from this game? Is it fun? 
Is it legitimately fun or is it stupid? Okay. Now, is, if, is, if, okay. If, if on Tuesday there is a handful of reviews that give it 7.5 and above, right. is that going to be – so at that point, will you buy it? Yeah, probably. That day? Before we record, yeah. If 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 you tell me that if I install it that day, we'll play it Wednesday night. Well, it's it, right. they, they've said that like within a couple of days of it coming out, you'll be able to play the online stuff. Like within a couple of days, there's like some patch coming a couple of days after it drops or something like that. I don't know. Okay, so so. But here's what I, I want to do. I will buy it and install it once we know it's fun. Then and, and you tell me, hey, we're gonna play this today. You know what I'll I kind of want to do. Is I kind of want to like get on this with you, not for our, during our show, but as an extra thing, and like, because it because you get three packs of cards, mm-hmm. and I, I want to unwrap the cards like on with us like hanging out. I think that would be funny. Okay, so we have to play it and open it together. Yes, if the reviews okay, don't suck. Uh, yeah, I mean, if this comes out and they say it's a it's a crappy, not fun, bad, you know, it's bad controls, it's not good, it's. It's mediocre. It's missing features. Like, forget it. Like, we'll move on. Yeah, we'll be sad that we didn't get the the NBA game that I want. But I want a fun arcadey NBA game. Have you watched the videos for it though at all? Yeah, it looks it great. looks decent. Yeah. yeah, it looks fantastic. It looks like exactly what I want. So I'm really I'm really hoping for greatness. But we're we're in a weird period where we keep looking at social media release, you know, video game coverage, and that sways my opinion. And I feel like I need to after the burn of No Man's Sky. And you, I, but I you know need to. I. You need it. You need. Okay, so let's bring up some. Let's bring up some more friends here for a second, right? Okay. So we're friends with the Nintendo we, Dads. We like our friends. Yeah, so we're friends with the Nintendo Dads in the latest even if, episode. Even if, even if they make anti bad videos, videos. <laughs> If they are also our friends. Then oh we my like god! Them a lot. Like that was, a, a, that was a mind. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to continue that sentence. Um, so the Nintendo dads did a, uh, who was it? Marty or one of them played Tumble Seed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "This game is great. You should get this game." Blah blah. And it's one of those situations where I could tell, I should not probably get that game. But it got a glowing yeah. recommendation from someone that we like. Right. So you still have to be careful about understanding the person and understanding if they can speak universally for you. Well, right. No, that's why I think following gaming media, if you are a gamer, is important in trusting the opinions of, of, of a group of people that you trust. Right. Yeah. Like, like to use our friends as an example, when Sean Capri says he loves a game, Right, like Forza, and it's in and Forza is in my wheelhouse. I'm looking for an arcade racer. I bring this up a lot, I know, but the point is when I'm looking for that kind of game and it's getting a glowing recommendation from a friend that I trust and know he's not lying, and I know him as a you know, I've listened to him enough to tell when he's telling things that are true, I will jump on that and trust that as an opinion, right? The same way that if Derek Bender from Game Explain, just to use another person right gives you know puyo puyo tetris a glowing review on top of sean capri's review and on top of just the fact that i would i would like a tetris game that i'm gonna jump on board hey so speaking but, 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 
But when Snake Pass comes out and people, you know, are saying it's okay and it's from people I trust, I'm not going to buy that game. See, and, and here's Snake the thing Pass. with like specifically say Snake Pass. Like I bought Snake Pass the moment I could, and I love it. Like it Good is, it is a great game, but it is not for everyone. If you get frustrated easily, it is not for you. And I put yeah, it down. I, I put it down for like a week. And picked it back up and was able to go back and get all the stuff that I'd been so frustrated and not able to get before. Yeah, I uh, I realized that that is not for me and that's okay. Even yeah. if people like you enjoy it, like I know that that is a game for you. So why and is it? I enjoy your opinion of things and the way that I want to go back and play Bioshock Infinite all the way through to completion now because you're telling me I should. Hey, so right? why so why is it when I tell you you don't need to play? Uh, Star Fox Adventures, you still do. <laughs> because I wanted to play it, John. Okay. It had, nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with you that I played it, except that you told me not to. But it doesn't mean that was going to persuade me in either way. Let's let's wrap this up. We're getting to about okay. an hour and... Th- actually, it's probably only like an hour and 35 minutes or whatever, but still. Okay. Let's, let's Let's wrap this up. Screw the negative Nancys on Twitter and Facebook. Urgh. Final words there. Now. Um, don't fall out of gaming. Find the games that you enjoy. And if you're enjoying the things that you are playing, to bring this back to the conversation I wanted to have, uh, instead of my rant about Christians and Catholics and Harry Potter. Um, you are such a God-hater. <laughs> I know. I just labeled you. So many, there are so many good titles coming from this conversation that I just cannot use for the episode. <laughs> love god everybody um all praise jesus okay now you're uh, really just sounding terrible by the way you're not helping your situation dave <laughs> i feel like you've dug me into a hole that i can't recover that's from. why you just lay so, over dead you just fall over dead. that's why that i point. might as i might as well just dig deeper no because i love our <laughs> listeners and i don't want, I, do I don't too. i don't want i don't <laughs> Never mind. We're gonna we're gonna this is actually kind of awkward at this point. I am going to play back at the box with you. Oh, oh, that's right. We have that. Yeah, we're gonna do that to end it off. We're gonna clean you, slate. You, you told me to wrap up. I was no 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 no. I was wrapping that up. To... I was I was trying to apologize for my wrongs, but you fine. No, no, we're 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 glazing over all that. Here you go. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's it's one player. Memory card uses 15 blocks <laughs> it happens crushed. to say that like right <laughs> above the uh right above the write-up so i read it <laughs> um, animal crossing no that uses like 500 blocks of its own special card okay is it real or only in your head Prepare for an epic psychological thriller where nothing is as it seems. As you delve deeper into the dark designs of an ancient evil, you'll have to fight to save your character's sanity and your own. Metroid Prime. No. That was a... Dave, there's good guesses, and there's bad guesses. <laughs> that, was a bad, never, that was a bad guess. I, I've never played Metroid Prime, so... I have them you all. Know. Okay, you good gotta, for you. You got to catch um, them all, catch them all. No, that's Pokemon. Did Pokemon Prime? No. no <laughs> so, so this is Pokemon TV. You got it. Yeah. Confirm. This is... You done guessing? Uh, 
I really thought it was it was Metroid Prime. <laughs> I, I I noticed by the fact that you guessed it very incorrectly. All right. This no, is, I have no idea. Uh, you you were on the right system. I knew that when you told me it took blocks. Only yeah. Nintendo would use blocks as a measurement of memory. What what did what did like the PS one and PS two use? What, they did not use blocks. No, they use megabytes. Oh, stupid. And kilobytes. Like like a normal company using stupid, actual stupid measurements of memory, John. Stupid PlayStation. Okay, this game is <laughs> Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Requiem? Yeah, Requiem. see, how would I have gotten this stupid game? Dude, this game, and I keep starting to play it for the show, and I'll play it for a while, but I, I cannot play it. Like, I cannot just sit and binge this game. Like, there are parts of it that are very intense. Uh, eventually, I will play enough of it to get into it. But, oh my god, this game. It is cool. Um, and san- the cool one of the cool things about it is the sanity meter. And a- as your person loses their sanity, you play worse. So... All right, Dave. That sounds that sounds like a lot of stress. Yeah. Stamina meter is already enough yeah. in my life. If you're climbing the rock and the rock scares you, <laughs> and you start the rock starts moving and you lose your sanity, <laughs> you better start running. But you're probably going to run out of stamina before you can run very far. Yes. And then your and then your Karaka loose breaks. What are you playing? <laughs> Outro music. <laughs> okay, I just to, I'm gonna turn your bass all the way down, and I want you to talk to the ladies out there with this music. All right, ladies, here's what I need you to do. <laughs> Wait, my bass all the way down. You're supposed to turn the bass up, John. I meant all the way to the right, in which the needle faces slightly downward, which is right, all so the way up. All right, so ladies, here's what I need you to do. I need you to follow Shelb Forget on Twitter. I need you to follow John at Johnny underscore Casino, but he doesn't have an H in his name. That's the problem with his name. He's kind of strange. You can follow me at Dayspace. That's D-A-C-E-S-B-A-C-E. How does Ashley stick around <laughs> with you if this is how you uh, talk to the ladies? <laughs> Tell them to follow things on Twitter? No, no, it's not what you're saying. It's it's. I mean, it's also <laughs> what you're saying, but... <laughs> Follow John at Johnny underscore Casino. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hey. Follow us. Rate us on iTunes. If I was a lady. Uh, it, follow. Oh, this, this, right, episode. <laughs> this episode. John, is... I, I, I think I've come to the conclusion that we're just going to do nine shows a month and we're just not going to do night shows. <laughs> Look, I ran out of intro mu- outro music, John. What was that an outro to an 80s porn? <laughs> Set in outer space? Everybody, thank you for listening to Shelter Forgotten. I really, really hope that you still care about me as a, as a podcaster that you listen to every single week. I know that everybody loves John more, but that's fine. Uh, guys can... Email us to sheldonforgotten at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our new show coming soon. And uh, everybody take care of yourself. What the hell did we just record? <laughs> oh, God, that's loud. Oh, my. 
you just went outside the lines. You just colored outside the lines with that with that boomingness at the end. So we're starting with a fresh listener base, right? 